Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I just want to take a moment to mention the podcast sponsor, retrogamestore.com.au. Head over there for all your Game Boy refurbish and repair needs. Screens, shells, buttons, and all the bits and pieces. And there's a complete custom build made to order service as well. Also, plenty more retro gaming goodness like video cables, display stand and power supplies, controllers, etc. And you can add the code PIXELPI at checkout to get 10% off your order. Also, take a moment to say if you enjoyed this episode and haven't already, give it a subscribe or follow and a review where you can. And maybe you want to recommend the Pixel Pie podcast to anyone you know that would enjoy it. That'd be really appreciated. So, thanks for listening. And now let's get on with the show. Hi, I'm Nat, also known as Pixelfix, and you are listening to the Pixel Pie podcast. Hello, Ned. How are you doing? Hi, Scott. Nice to meet you. I'm yeah, fine. You, How are you? I am fantastic. This is really great. Um, I'm I'm really stoked to catch up with you. I think we have a whole bunch in common, and um, I think this is just going to be fun. So um, I think we'll just kind of get straight into sort of you and stuff, and then we'll get into kind of, I guess, the Game Boy stuff. Now, um, I'm looking kind of at your Insta and anybody that's, that's playing along at home. Um, so from top to about half a down, novice Game Boy modder, unofficial Game Boy Pocket ambassador. So you and I are pretty on par there, gamer. <laughs> yeah, I do that. And then Welsh. So um, yes. you're Welsh. So maybe yes. let us in on a little bit of what it's like to be a Welsh Game Boy modder and, and where you're at in life and things like that. Well, yes, I am Welsh. I hail from North Wales, but right. I don't currently live there at the moment. Right. So I currently live in... North Yorkshire, so ah. that's North of England. <clears throat> you went there, and, went there for the better weather, I assume. <laughs> yeah, the better weather. Um, I actually graduated from university in York, uh, right. which is the city I live in, back yeah. in 2010, I think it was. Ah. Um, and I just loved my time here, and I always wanted to come back. So yeah. I moved uh, about two and a half years ago, something like that. Um, but yeah, I grew up... Um, it, in North Wales, uh, Anglesey more specifically, which oh, is like okay. a little island off the off the coast in North so Wales. Is that like um, kind of like sheepdogs and very sheep and stone fences? Yeah. And stuff? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> want to stereotype, but I just imagine if you're not rural. if you're not in like normal kind of England, then everywhere it's just like stone fences and sheep. Oh yeah, well it's pretty much well yeah, it's pretty much that in Anglesey, um, North Wales. It's a very rural community. Right. Quite um, you know a lot of Welsh speakers there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a really beautiful place to grow up. I can imagine, just gorgeous. I was very yeah. lucky, so and I miss it a lot. You know, I do yeah. miss it a lot. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I moved up to York, which is and um, you know that York's a fantastic city, really beautiful city, lots of history here. So yeah, so yeah, uni. Yeah. So what what did you do? You mind me asking what you did at uni? And no, not at all. So so I did uh, archaeology in oh wow. University. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I did try and sort of, I mean, my passion at the time was forensics and what, what I wanted to As do. As in was criminal? To, 
yeah, criminal. So, oh. um, so you just basically to... you just want to dig up dead bodies one way or another. Pretty much, yeah. yeah that's that was awesome. the goal. <laughs> that was the goal, but oh, I didn't right. manage it really. Um, right. So, I mean, I've kind of well, I've kind of kind of fallen into the forensics field eventually. Weirdly right. enough, about two two and a half weeks ago, I started a new job in digital forensics. Right. So, um, yeah. So that's what I'm doing now. So oh. it's not archaeology, and it's kind of a different field of forensics oh. but it's it's that so yeah. the archaeology so, yeah. was this like um a particular type like was it sort of dinosaur or civilization um, or do you know what i did i not many people ask that but i did spe- um specialize in biological archaeology so Ooh. what that is is um looking at any organic remains from a site for example um bones you know human teeth remains, and things and yeah. seeds yeah. Uh, plants anything that was living um, oh wow that's like what I looked at. that's so, incredible yeah. so how far <laughs> back in time have you kind of personally been with say, with like a dig or a I don't know something you've been part of or even studied so, yeah I mean I'd say Roman probably because you we have had to film me on the thing. dates like this is something oh, they see right? <laughs> To be honest with you, I, I won't remember, but um, yeah, we had a dig locally in York. Um, and if you don't really know York very well, it's really rich in history and mm. um, it's a walled city. So usually the Romans, um, you know, they built walls around the city as a defense, um, you know, method. And anyway, I'm so, York, so York was occupied. Yes, at one right. point, and um, and it's a Viking city as well. If you go further, oh further back gosh. as well, so it's it's a proper Viking city. That's insane. Um, and every year we we have a you know a Viking festival, and it's, it's really great. It's really great. Yeah. But this yeah. particular date was Roman, um, and um, I think there were some human remains dug up there not personally by me unfortunately I did not find that oh. <laughs> um which I was really gutted about um but yeah your usual stuff so you've got you, you have your like, pottery and um Cars I think those yeah just like your, your general stuff um yeah, yeah. so yeah it was it was all right so yeah. Roman's probably as far back as I've been personally that's, so yeah it's incredible and I guess uh there's probably a link there between that and I guess Game Boys because it's it's a similar thing. Before we, um, I see you're drinking your drinking your glass of water. I want to have a sip of my coffee, but before I do, I want to show you something because I think you'll get a kick out of it. Now, no one else can, but you can read what's written on my mug. Oh yes, I love yeah, it. Right, and then and the other <laughs> side. So, so what does it say on my mug? Can you tell everybody? So on Scott's mug, you've got assistant regional manager but it really is assistant to the regional regional manager manager. and on this side (laughs) and it's dundon mifflin yeah um, yeah, i'm a huge fan of the office i absolutely love it it's one of my you're a fan of the original english version and then the u.s because i'm I'm only u.s uh i've seen it i think it's all right um but if anything it's too cringy for me it's like i almost have to sort of curl up into a ball because i can't watch it it's ricky gervais <laughs> he really does either grind you or he kind of makes you laugh and he grinds yeah. me and i was like oh my yeah. god whereas steve carell just has that 
they were allowed to kind of bring in those soft moments and it's just oh, a, yeah, it's a brilliant. bit more of a meal. I can't believe yeah. he hasn't won anything for it. I just yeah, cannot believe it. But anyway, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a great show. So anyway, if you haven't watched it, watch it. <laughs> now I revealed that I can keep drinking my coffee. <laughs> One more thing before we do get, because we might talk about Game Boys if that's all right with you, because I'm asking, <laughs> yeah. um, there's a there's a post on your Instagram. Yes. Involves Kelly. Next stop, please. And a sign on a building that has around about 28, oh, 28 or 30 letters. And it's one word. Uh, yes. So, yeah. so oh. can you um, say it, the word? I, I, can, I can say it. Would you like me to say it? Yes. Could you please say this real word in, in your okay. native tongue or however it goes? Right. So, so before you do... I- you well, can go. Okay. You, can, you can go to to, to um, Ned's Instagram, and you can see the picture of the white park in front of a building. This is not rubbish. This is a real word. Oh, it's a real place. Uh, it was about it's about ten minutes away from where I grew up. Mm. Um, it's a tiny little village, um, but the way you say it is. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I kind of messed it up in the middle, but that's pretty much. Yeah, it's it. it's like. <laughs> It's like something now of like a, a strange kind of like uh, I don't know Super Mario language where they don't really talk. Oh yeah, they just have uh, no offense, but it sounds like nonsense. Um, it did, well, no, it does. It it's does. But, so crazy. And, and to be fair, in, in if, if you were to sort of reel that off to a lot of speaker anyway, you know, it's it is it doesn't make sense. It's is it kind of several things put together, and it's like you know, there's a valley and a lake and a tree and a dog, and this is where we all live. Pretty much, yeah. So I think um, if oh, I think I've got it up here. So yeah, there is an English translation to it, and essentially the history oh, here we go. It, from what I know is that um, to attract more tourists to the area back in I think it was like the eighteen hundreds. Give it maybe? a silly name. <laughs> no. Yeah, pretty much. What uh, they've done is they've they they put together all the very very local hamlets and. Tiny right. towns and little villages put right. it in one, <laughs> and awesome. then you know, come to our town, we've got a crazy name, and yeah. it actually worked from what I know. And you oh, know, sure. you, you do, and to this day, you still get hundreds and thousands of tourists there. Um, mm. so yeah, it worked. <laughs> mm, that's fantastic. All right, um, let's talk about some Game Boys, and there's other stuff here. Um, so obviously, Game Boys, Lego enthusiasts, Casio watches, comics, question mark, yes, and obviously. The office equals love heart. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> gotta have a chat with this chick. Um, yeah. so yeah, let's talk about, I guess, um uh, you are the you are the pocket queen. Um well, yes. I mean, I I, <laughs> I, I don't know if I deserve that title at all. It's, it's well, very like someone heard you un- say it. I'm flattered for no, I didn't. it, but yeah. But yeah, I mean <laughs> you love the pocket. I love the pocket I too. Do. It's it's that sort of um the pocket is that. No, it's that sort of teenager of Game Boys, maybe where it just the DMG is great, but the pocket just sort of stepped up, make it a bit more mobile, you know, the the less batteries, and just there's just something a bit more kind of slick about it. Um, and yeah, yeah I just and I think a po- most I think pocket reshells just look fantastic. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe take us through when you were growing up. Uh, at what point did just what's now retro gaming, but the Game Boys and I guess whatever else was in your life became a thing. Um, for me, I'm yeah. 48 this year, and it's only the last three or four years I've really got into it. But uh, some people are fortunate enough to have, like, since they were a lass or a lad, have just 
had it and it just they love it and i'm so jealous of you people you make me <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean so i'm 32 um so born late 80s grew up throughout the 90s yeah. um my earliest gaming memory i guess is um the sega mega drive yeah um so we had that in our household and it was mainly my brother, my older brother and I, we, we, were, just, we were just constantly playing it. And, right. you know, What I were the games, do you remember? So I remember Aladdin, I remember yep. Micro Machines, I remember yep. the Sonic series, yep. I remember um, Mickey Mouse World of Illusion. Oh, um, my God. They're just such classic, like, like imagination building, like a really good foundation for yeah, all sorts yeah. of stuff, so, all of those, yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. And I, I don't know, I just, I mean, as, as cringy as it sounds, it, it, it was almost like I fell in love with it. And yeah. even at that young age, I was just like, this is great. It's so cool. And then, so that evolved further on later in life. Um, so we moved on from that. And my next console that I can remember is the N64. Right. Ooh, went to the yeah. dark side or whatever. I did, yeah. And I think that was the shift. So I went from and, Sega, which and, and polygons I didn't really and Sega stuff again. too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, I've never had a Dreamcast. Um, yeah. it was Sega was just, it, I didn't really touch it again. Um, mm. but but sorry, I'm kind of jumping ahead yeah, sorry. of it. So and I'm interrupting. Mega, I apologize. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. So between the Mega Drive and the N64, we had a DMG, so a Game right. Boy, a DMG. Yeah. Now, um, I, I I can't remember who who it belonged to because I'm one of three. This is a I'm common story. Mm. So I'm pretty sure it belonged to my sister. And the reason I say that is um, I recently, actually recently, last year, my dad texted me and said he'd found it. Oh, and I thought I'd lost it. I thought uh, I'd lost it to, yeah. like forever. Yeah. Um, and and he was like, oh, I know you're doing this thing with Game Boys right now. Do you want oh, it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. want it. And it was in such a mess. It was just oh. so, like, I mean, it, it was still working. Yeah. Um, so he sent it over. And um, the reason why I think it belonged to my sister is that her name, my dad scrawled her name in literally every nook and cranny of the oh. Game Boy. So behind the cartridge, her name. If you open the battery bay, her name. Oh, <laughs> wow. So it was fine because um, I cleaned it all up. I restored it. Um, I managed to get it working without, um, you know, the vertical lines and stuff. So Yeah, sure. It was really, really very nostalgic process for oh, me. Oh, that's beautiful. I remember playing it. You know, I used yeah. to play it more than my sister, probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I've got it on my stories, um, a, a highlight, actually. Um, DMG restoration, I think it's called. So right. it starts off with a screenshot of the WhatsApp message I got from my dad. And then it just, you know, it, the journey throughout the whole restoration rest, restoration process. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, and I've got that very proudly sitting on the shelf now, which I'm never going to sell. I'm just going to keep yeah. that forever. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, those sorts of things. I was talking to Jamesy, you know, and he doesn't, Fortunately, he doesn't have it, you know, but, you know, he's got a photo of him and his granddad. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Playing. And I'm just like, oh, man, I wish I had that. Um, where is that? Oh, it's it's charging. Uh, this, my 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 mother and father-in-law are with us at the moment. They're doing a big market, like a boot sale tomorrow with my wife and daughter, and they get together, they love it, and I get to sleep in and stuff. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and she's like, she's gone through some stuff, 
and she's pretty good. One of the first Game Boys I got was a black DMG that my wife and her brother had when they were kids, you know, and the cartridges have still got like their tennis scores and stuff. And I was like, that's amazing. But today she pulled out this, um, I don't know if you remember the original iPod shuffle. It kind of looked like a thumb drive. A while, long oh, right, white thing. Yes, yeah, and yeah. it's in this kind of weird armband carrier thing and stuff. And she's like, Oh, um, my wife's name Bree. She goes, Oh, I messaged Bree, but this she said bin it. And I was like, You don't listen to that woman, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And so I've got this shuffle, and it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know how old it is now, but my wife, when she was like training to do is running and swimming and riding and playing, just you know, that was on her arm sort of like 30 years ago, and it's just yeah. like I just, she doesn't quite, because I have nothing. I moved around. I was a goose and my mother was very sort of nomadic and I have next to nothing. And so when I get those little bits and I get the same feeling whenever I get a legit, like when I got the, like I got the, um, the Game Boy Light from Japan. And when it turned up, I was like, this has been somewhere. And every Game Boy I get, I think this has been somewhere. Someone's loved it. Maybe they didn't love it. Either way, to come cross paths with this thing, it's really and I yeah. always think of these stories like yours and James's and whoever else has spoken about it. Mm. Yeah, and I think as well, um, you know, going back to the archaeology side of things. Correct. Yeah, I want the link there. Yeah, having you know, like you said, I mean, yeah, okay, it's what I tend to refer to as recent archaeology. Oh, absolutely. It's, like, it's history, but it's history you can remember. Whereas yeah. you know, with the other stuff, it was people hundreds of thousands of years ago, whatever. Yeah. Have been, at one point held this item and it, I still kind of get that feeling it's when weird, I, isn't it? yeah it is strange because you know I get a box full of pockets through yeah. post when I've been on eBay or whatever yeah and you know they've got a bunch of um games with them and someone scrolled their name on the games yeah, or they've yeah. got stickers all over, yeah, the, all yeah. over the console and it's just really cool yeah. you know it's really nice I, yeah. I saw I saw the other day where someone on a someone obviously was sort of getting into it and they had bought a DMG and on the back sort of around near the um, something sort of the serial number. Someone had actually engraved like their name Stephen, and <laughs> and the guy's like, you know, on you know on Facebook, he's like, does anybody know what I could do about this? And someone's like, change your name to Stephen. It's <laughs> like that would be a fix. Yeah, good. Um, I especially felt this when I got um a couple of nice uh, the red and the green play at loud DMGs, and I kind of was going to open them up and clean them up, and I'm like, so. I'm opening this for the first time since it was assembled in like, I don't know, 89 in a factory yeah. in wherever in Japan. I'm undoing these screws. And I feel a bit like, like um, you know, Harrison Ford kind of going into this, or Indiana Jones, going into this tomb of, you know, the whole archaeological thing, you know, and, and I'm expecting like, and I open it, ooh, there's all ghosts fly out or something. It's like, no, it's fine. It's in really good shape. But it's, it's fun. I, I really enjoy that aspect of, you know, I watch a few of the other YouTubers, and they're like, some things are just like, I don't know why this is still working. It's it's in terrible shape and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, I yeah, so you had the Game Boy, and then yeah, yes. went to the. And I, I do think maybe the Game Boy was what kind of led you on the Nintendo path. And by the it time you got around to a console, actually. the N sixty four was the one that was out. Well, I don't, I can't remember exactly what happened but i'm pretty i'm pretty certain we got it for a you know one of the christmases right so um so it's a family in 64 yeah so yeah. it's a family you know it's like the big cousin mm, i don't mm, you know mm. i was really lucky anyway um so i think it must have been 
the thing at the time you know the console to have at the time yeah, and cool. I was very lucky enough that my parents um it's probably my dad actually <laughs> um oh, I'm, gonna, know, I'm gonna get this for the kids love you know the kids like this thing <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay. sure dad um and then yeah it was just hours and hours and hours on the N64 so what were those games um Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Mm. Um, I mean, my brother used to play a lot of fighting games, so he played like um Fighters Destiny, I think it was called. Mm. Um, just you know, Diddy Kong Racing, um, Jet Force Gemini, GoldenEye, um, Perfect Dark, you know, all of them. Um, the classics. Um, and yeah, just loved it, really, really enjoyed playing again um and then from there I think the next console and I, I in between these consoles I probably had um the handhelds so I think at one point I had a Game Boy Advance Ooh. that was a birthday gift so was that sure yours that was your first that was mine I asked for it specifically because yeah. I was like I really want it and then again hours and hours and hours of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 oh, I think how red is that it was awesome. Like, like, I loved that game. I haven't like, played it since, actually. Oh, I just played um, it recently. My daughter and I play a lot of the PS1 Tony Hawk just here of the, yeah. the, the Trinitron, and then I discovered it. And it's just like, it's just such a good little time waster. You just, yeah, just crank around. I don't care what happens. Oh, ripping this. <laughs> it's really fun. It's a great, yeah. there's a lot of games that translate poorly from, you know, a full-size console down to handheld. Um, and that's one that I think does really, really well. They've done really well with that. I, yeah. I remember thinking that at the time. I was like kind of blown away about the the you know the physics of it or, yeah. or you know the, the in-game physics of it. Yeah, it feels like, the really same. Mm. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. They did a really good job with it. And um yeah, yeah so I mean Super Mario uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit, I think it's called the, the Mario Kart version on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I remember this one game, um well, there's a couple of games that really stick in my head. Um, one of them's um, Broken Sword. Do, not, do you I'm not familiar. Well, no, I don't remember anything. I was, was never there. It was, was originally there. A, bit of a point and click um, right. kind of series on the PC. I, I haven't played it on the PC, but right. um, Broken Sword um, is, yeah, they did the same pretty much, translated it onto the Game Boy Advance. It was really cool. And, was this a kind um, of like take over the land and, you know, have knights and things or something? No. So you play as the main character. It's it's uh, So it's Broken Sword and then the subtitle is Shadow of the Templars. Whoa. So if you can imagine me as a sort of really loving archaeology as a young yeah. Um, and it, there's a lot of that in there, a lot of yeah. like the Holy Grail type of yeah. story in there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the, the Crusades and the, the Templars yeah. and all yeah. of that. And it was like really crazy and conspiracy theories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. It, like really, it blew yeah. me away. I loved it. Um, yeah. And then the other game was Golden Sun, which... Yeah. Um, again, I ploughed a lot of hours. I don't think I have even completed it, but I ploughed a lot of hours into it. Yeah. Um, I wanted I wanted to play that recently, but I think the cartridge has um like I've got uh EverDrive for the uh, for the GBA, and I think uh, or was it what have I got the maybe the Easy Flash, but I think it's got like the real time clock, or there's some like weird sun thing or something in the cart. All right. Yeah. And you've okay. got to be able to kind of like sync the clock with the actual day that you're on oh, right. you're part of the world and i don't think the easy flash does that well so i was like ah, yeah. right yeah yeah but i've heard uh, so much right. good stuff about golden sun yeah i'm just yeah, looking at the looking at the picture of that original dmg and i'm um 
I'm pretty impressed with the battery cover. It's um, <laughs> oh my God, it's I know. green tape. <laughs> yeah, disc- green electrical tape. And it just um, shows how long the, the batteries would last because you just reapply tape once every three weeks. Yeah. I've been meaning to ask a lot of people this and I keep forgetting, but like, um, and I guess in retrospect, it's easy to say, to give an answer. But at the time, you know, especially since you had a Mega Drive in your life, when you had a Game Boy and the Advance, did you not think that the screen was crappy? I think from... Let's like, I know this technology is back then, but do you remember thinking, I'm nine, but I think this could be better? No, no way. Yeah, like, right. If, if I was playing it, yeah, getting that as a gift or however I came across it for the first time. Yeah. I, just, I think maybe with the DMG, after pe- playing it for hours on end, you'd be like, oh, my God. You know, and trying to angle it up with the light was, yeah, and trying to get easier. the best, yeah. best view. You'd be like, surely they can maybe do something to improve yeah. this. And mm. then you get the Game Boy Advance or Color, whatever it was afterwards. And then, yeah. um, and then they have. And I think, you know, yeah, at the time you didn't really think about it. You just, cool. you're just happy to have it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also envy that kind of people, the kind of like war stories of, you know, like following streetlights in the car, you know, as they kind of are like, yeah. I, I, you know, out the window and that sort of stuff. So yeah. awesome, yeah. awesome. Okay. And I think also for me personally, it yeah. was um, a case of, it was almost like D- the DMG was reserved for long car journeys because I used to holiday up to Scotland, right? Uh, which was from North Wales, like a six Again, hour drive. Again, for the weather. Stupid. Yes, of course. Um, and... <laughs> So, you know, it was almost exclusively reserved for for car journeys. So yeah. when I was at home, it was like home console. Right. Mm. When I was on car journeys, it, it, that's how I remember it anyway. That's really and then cool. When, yeah, I think I remember having a colour at some point. I, I can't remember it. I want to yeah. say that I do, but then I haven't got that much of a memory yeah. of it. But yeah. anyway... The saddest part of this whole process and the whole story is in 2007, I think it was, when I was about to go to university, I was skin. I had no money and I needed some oh, beer money. Oh, I don't like where this is going. No, I know. I, I, yeah. And, and you I needed sold, beer money. I sold everything. I sold, apart from the DMG, somehow that managed to escape. And I still, to this day, don't know how. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I sold my Game Boy Advance. I sold all the games. Mm. I sold... All the original games for the DMG, I'm pretty sure of it. Mm. Anything that I had, I pretty much sold on eBay for probably really, if you need, not that much. A, a pint. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So oh. that is like my biggest regret is doing that. Oh. And now I feel, you know. I, you can't I feel, feel bad. Awful. I mean, look, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, and, you know, like being in your part of the world, maybe kind of stayed, you know, within the United Kingdom, and who, and who knows who got hold of it eventually down the road and like it could be a refurb thing living the best life it could right now it could well hope, be you know and i'm glad i'm just glad that someone else you know i'm hoping an enthusiast or someone bought yeah. whoever did That's that they still got it and That's you amazing. know yeah I, I just realized your hoodie, uh, obviously people can't see, but oh, there, is yeah. a, there is a picture on your Instagram. And so your hoodie, I'll describe it as green. And there's yeah. a, just a, so it's kind of like a British racing green. And across the yeah. middle is a big black stripe. It kind of goes from, I don't know, from, from nipple to nipple with the R <laughs> on the side. And it basically, yeah. it's the, the screen of a DMG with no cartridge in it. That's right. Yeah. That's super I cool. I saw it. I saw it online. Um, 
And I was like, that is so cool. And that's really it cool. Almost, if you were to go out in it, and if you ever had someone yes, come up to you, only like, someone would know. You are worth my time. Yeah, you are, that's right. Like, I, know, yeah. I know you're going to be yeah. a really good person to talk to. And, uh, <laughs> it's almost and, like a filter of people. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know what this means, <laughs> go away. Um, it's, it's a, I thought I could get really profound and talk and get way too deep on that. But like the fact that it's kind of like a blank screen means that you're kind of the wearer is the cartridge. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about it like Isn't that. Isn't that good? Yeah. Interesting. Right, so, so, so leaning into that, what game are you? Oh, I'd say I am action Obviously. adventure RPG type of game. Oh, okay. Like I, I like to be. You know, I like to have a, a main character, and I like to follow their story. If they've got a yeah. good story, that's yeah. what I love. Um, oh. so that's that's me probably big big action adventure rpg type thing yeah i think you might be on the pre-order list for anthony's uh oh 100 uh, um isn't that good sanctuary, yeah is that but, what it's called i think like uh, yeah i mean uh, what i'm referring to is uh narrow makes games uh yeah. the mirror of sanctuary um i'm like I just wish I was Bruce Wayne because I'd be like, dude, just leave your job. I'll fund this. Just, <laughs> just do it. Just take as long as you like. You're an artist. That's fine. Um, yeah. I'm pumped for it. Like, I'm not big on adventures. I did I did play Minish Cap on the GBA. There's just something really beautiful about that. Um, yeah. I can't do a lot of Zelda because I'm not keen on walking around trying to find the right wall um, <laughs> to throw a bomb in front of, but I do enjoy it. And, yeah, this one, just his whole, I know he's, you know, the, the animal connection that he has and just everything. And, you know, he spent some legitimate time thinking about life whilst living in Japan and things. So it's, yeah. Mm. So, so yeah, that sounds like you're going to be on the pre-order list with me. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I can't wait. He's, mm. um, you know, the artwork that he shared recently looks mm. amazing, mm. you know, um, and, you know, listening to his episode, it sounds like he's got a really good grounding even yeah. before he started. You know, yeah. he's got a really good grounding and understanding of how to how to create something yeah. like that. It's very so, inspirational. I, I was sort of chatting yeah. with him recently about um, like what would the res- the end package be? And I'm like, I want I want a box and I want a poster and I want buttons and just do just sign me up. Like if there's like the Uber, you know, kind of SpaceX <laughs> gold edition, dude, I, I want that. And I, I, I want to give him the opportunity to just really crank out something amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, I recently, and we probably all saw Kelly's um, it's Evangelion GBC next stop, please. Yeah. And it's got the box and that. I was just like, yeah. Oh dude, like that's, that's such an eye for detail. And when I see... It's for the whole experience, isn't Correct. it? It's, it's yeah. as if you were to pick it up off the shelf. Yeah. And, you know, that that's what it would be yeah. like if you yeah. were to manufacture yeah. it. And, yeah, yeah and it you, just you, looks amazing. You assume there's a shelf of them in a Walmart somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, that professional, um, beautiful. Mm. Coolies. Yeah. Um, so... I see a lot on your Instagram, a lot of pockets yes. and, a, and a lot of micros um, mm. and a beautiful dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, she? She. She uh, is. Um, yeah, she's a very, very pretty dog. Yeah, she gets a, a lot of dog. attention. <laughs> yeah, they deserve it. When they love you back, they deserve it. So oh, yeah, talk- she's hilarious as well. She's a good good laugh. She, oh, she makes she, us laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, I guess, uh, those two, because they're two 
fairly different ends of the spectrum, like the, the micro is the very end and seems to be almost uh, sort of functionally kind of rubbish because it's so small. Yeah. It's still gorgeous regardless of its condition. There's something aesthetically about it. And then there's yeah. the pocket you and I have discussed prior to this chat and just in general, you know, mm. around Instagram. But like if it was a pocket, it's like, yay, sign me up. Um, <laughs> so those two seem to have really caught your eye. Can you, can you kind of draw a parallel between the two or is there two reasons why you're at either end? Well, I think for the, for the pocket, it's just... For me, in design and just aesthetically, I just love straight lines. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just love the way the way it's proportioned. You know, I've got pretty small hands, so yep. the DMG in my hands, it's fine, but it's yeah. very bulky. Yeah. So um, the pocket for me, just just looks wise, it just proportions, it's just really, really a really beautiful handheld for me. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the micro, it's I do like small things. Like yeah, I'm always yeah. very impressed with the technology and how small it can go into. Yeah. And, you know, anyway, but um, the micro, funnily enough, before even well before I joined this community I wasn't I was never going to buy one if I hadn't joined this community I probably wouldn't have bought one (laughs) Mm, Um, but I just you know people were posting a lot about them and I was like I haven't really given the micro much thought before now Mm. um and then I was walking past CEX I don't know if yeah we have them over here yeah we have them over here I didn't really realize it was such a global thing but yeah. No, neither did I actually. So I was walking past one one day, and they had one in the window for an all right price, surprisingly. So I remember. Um, I think I, I think I messaged David, so Nintendo DIY. Yeah. Um, I said because he was um, doing a lot with micros at the time, and, and he would have known better than I did. Yeah. I said oh, this this micros uh, in CEX for this price. Do you think that's good? And he was like, uh, Yeah, that's pretty good actually. So I was yeah, like. Um, anyway, I ended up buying it. Um, and yeah, and then the green, so that was a pink one. And then green, I I love the colour green. Green is one of yeah. my favourite colours. And Thanks. I know that particular green in the micro is, is such a lovely sort of emerald, almost yeah. sparkly. Mm. Um, and I've, you know, looking for one, I'd heard that they were quite elusive and quite expensive. But again, I managed to find one online through CEX mm. um, for an all right price. It wasn't dirt cheap, but it wasn't astronomical either. It was an okay price. Um, but yeah, again, it's just aesthetically to, for my hands, having it in my palm, it's just yeah. really, a really nice sort of piece of technology in yeah, my hands. Cool. And, um, yeah, so for me, it's like, not like you said it's not great to play on i've played on it for a bit it's not massively comfortable um but to look at it's great i think it's a really nice piece to have yeah i i definitely definitely need one i'm just sort of looking for one that's in good shape i mean i think i'd really rather just fork out and get from japan like a nice good condition the 25th anniversary version like that thing's just freaking gorgeous um You know, and for me, I'm probably going to end up paying 300 bucks for one in good shape. Like probably yeah. not, not completely in box. And maybe it will be, I'll pay the extra more. But like a, a micro is not something that I'm going to kind of, I just, I, I must have one at some point. <laughs> I must. And I'm like, you know what? Just get the, just get the shiny one, you know, look after yourself um, sort of thing. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, they're both very much in my wheelhouse. I, um, I see here you've got the uh, uh, Greg's book. Oh, no, sorry, the, oh, bit, yeah. the Bitmap book, the box art collection. Oh, yeah. Isn't mm. that bonkers? Doesn't that make oh, you just want to... Oh, isn't it great? I mean, yeah. both of them, Greg's books. Yeah, and Greg's book. Yeah, and Greg's book. I had that a while ago and, yeah. you know, it was a huge help for me. That's, that's Game know, Boy Game Modding Boy. by Greg Farrell, Game Changer yes, Mods. Like I said um, with like I said with Greg, it's it's a timeless kind of text because yeah, if I mean, you're gonna go back I mean, and restore, imagine, it's just it's yeah. all it's all legit. Yeah. And he must be so proud of it because imagine having that published, you know, that's your work. You put, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into that. And I'm sure a lot of hundreds of hours have gone into that and having it published and having people around the world, you know, with copies of it in their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's such a crazy feeling, I imagine, but um, you did a great job with it. And, uh, you know, I was sitting proudly up on my shelf and I'll dip into it every now and then. But yeah. um, and then the bitmap book was, I mean, it's just a work of art in itself. It it's just insane. So inspirational. Um, you know, it's great to just pick up. You can pretty much just literally open it up blindly and you'll probably learn something new. It's great. I, to be honest with you, I haven't looked at it for, for a while and I might look, you know, I might look into it again um, this weekend because uh, it's been a while since I've opened it up. But it's such a beautiful book and I'm really, really pleased that I managed to get one. It's worth um, every dollar. It really is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like you said, even if you only open it, three or four times a year when you do open you're like wow that's just i'm so happy to yeah. be part of this hobby this mm. it just reminds you how much there is to get <laughs> or you know oh, sort of God, thing yeah. and, be, and be part of um really well great. that's it i mean i had to i've had to make that decision you know for me it was either modding or collecting and I can't, can't do, <laughs> do both. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I get so it. for me, it was I went down the modding route because right. I was interested in how how things work. I'm I'm still learning now. Um, you know, and that part of the, that part of the, you know, yep. the, the collecting side of part. It, it's it was just a really difficult decision. And to be fair, like I do slip into it every every so often, like with the micros. You know. Yeah need them <laughs> yeah it's, it nice is, to have, um, it's interesting you say that there is a very um like especially david nintendo diy he's like i really don't get attached to them i can't afford it um i really just yeah. want to i get them and i i clean them up and i and i move them on and um yeah it, is it, i start to see more of like people do lean to one camp or the other you've got people like uh big city who just mods and keeps and just he has his kingdom of Game yeah. Boys, you know. So it's that's me. I've I've modded. I've got a pile of pockets that I've right. modded, yeah. and I've sat for months and months and months. Oh, I really need to sell some of these. I I don't need however many I've got, like eight or something silly. Wow. Um, I don't need it, but it's I find it really difficult to let go. <laughs> Do you have um many sort of shells from the community, like you know, like maybe one of Kelly's or or James? I do, or... I do. I well, recently Kelly was really kind enough to um. Post recently, them, so... she's always kind. Oh, I know. Yeah, so um, kind. she yeah, she's she's just an amazing person and a fantastic modder, artist, creator, yeah, yeah. all of the above. Um, but um, she included a shell of hers. Um. But it was a pocket shell and um, it's a red pocket shell, but she's hydro dipped it to have, I think it's black, black and white and a bit of red in it. And she said it was one of her sort of 
aerosols, but if you look at it, it's not. It's just a beautiful piece of art. Oh, it's great. Oh, my gosh. Um, I so I, I need to think about what or how I'm going to solve which combination of buttons and, you know, putting a screen into it. I'm just mm. waiting on um, some donor pockets. That's why I'm a bit sort of slow on things at the moment because I don't actually have anything to build with. <laughs> mm, it's, it's, I need to get one of those shells from her. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is becoming, I guess, the issue on what do you keep and what do you get rid of and, and where do you yeah. find them in the first place? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Greg, Greg seemed to think that it's not a problem. Just look harder. There was like 10 billion of these made. They're still yeah, out there. Yeah. Um, he's probably right. Um, it may just be more like, sourcing more directly from japan so you seem to end up with boxes of them at a time like do you mind telling people sort of how you get yours no not at all i'm i you know I, well some people have a stash they're like eh, I, you know what i'm not that bothered i'm happy to no. share where i get mine from you yeah. know i'm not yeah so do you get well, from japan actually, or just europe so, it's funny that you should ask that question because um initially um i've been using um a seller on ebay um i forgot i've forgotten what the name is but that they're a japan-based seller on ebay and every four or five days almost i think um at least every week maybe um they just throw on a load of pockets as well as other handhelds and they start off sometimes at 99p so if you're lucky enough, uh, you can get a pocket for, I mean, the cheapest one I bought for one is probably five pounds, oh, which wow. is fantastic. You know, it's, yeah. it's junk. They, they label it as junk, but I don't really care what condition they come in. Because right. usually, more often than not, you can manage to clean it up, get it working, replace some parts, and you'll be fine. Um, so I... That's how I started off, and I, I still use that seller um, on eBay. I forgot what it's called. I'll have to. I'll, I'll send it over to you later. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And then, weirdly enough, yesterday. So I know a lot of people have been talking about Sandico. Yeah. Have you heard of Sandico? Yeah, yet? I've seen um, the uh, the guy. What's his name on um, Retro Futures? Kind of, I think. Oh, Elliot, yeah. Yeah, he, he must be sponsored because he kind of for a while then went big on it. And it's like, yeah. I looked into it with a buddy of mine and it still felt a little bit like we, because there's all the weird, like um, you're coming from different kind of um, precinct or what they call it, um, you know, like states of Japan. It's got to come to yeah. one place. So you got state taxes yeah. and import taxes. And it's like, we might still end up forking out 600 Australian dollars for 12 Game Boys and kind of go, and that I feel like I've had this discussion with two or three people I feel like could trust, but I feel like a couple of old kind of codgers have just opened up a gold mine in the Wild West and we found <laughs> that nugget. And it's like, so so how do we do this? If we do it together, because I don't want to put 500 bucks in, if we were 250 in, do we just kind of like reach into the box and what you pull out is what you keep? And then like I might do it with Tristan, custom handhelds. I'm like, okay, I kind of want good stuff to keep. And he's like, well, I'd rather just have stuff that, I can kind of reshell and move on because that's what I'm doing. So yeah. unless you're going to do it yourself, I feel like I'm not quite sure if I'm willing to kind of roll the dice. Yeah. I mean, the, I bring it up only because yeah, it was yesterday I was um, looking into it and, you know, you can get single pockets for this pretty much the same price as I mentioned with the eBay, um, eBay seller. So 
between four and eight pounds for one pocket whereas you know looking at prices in the UK for one pocket that's junk it's going up 20 25 pounds oh just yeah, yeah. $100 um, for a pocket here in almost any condition if it turns on yeah it's just too much so I'm going to give Sandico a go so I've bid on a few pockets here and there yeah um, and I'm just going to see what it's like because I haven't used it before and um mm. so yeah that they, they bid on a load of them they send it to the warehouse and then yeah. when you're ready you can say right send them all at once um Merry so it, it's, it's a, it's a, in a theory it's, it's a good idea so it's we'll see how idea. it works yeah yeah well good luck uh, I really and maybe yeah, if it's something that works out for you then you might be able to sort of help other people get yeah, their head around it because like I watched a few videos where you could go to the Sendico and then you could use the link into a another kind of eBay web page like a Yahoo and then use like a translator and then you could see what was going on and then you could retranslate the link to this particular thing back into the Sendico page yeah. I'm like I am definitely going to screw this up somewhere well and, and pay a thousand dollars for a pocket or something mm -hmm. stupid I think, yeah. are you referring to Macho Nacho's um, video? Maybe, maybe. maybe. And the, like, I'm not he... saying the, I'm not saying the video is confusing, but I am saying no, no, no. there's it's, too it's many moving parts for me mm. to just screw it over. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I just, I just winged it to be honest with you. Good on you. I was just, I was just um, you know, the English translated website just turns up on my phone and I'm like, just put a type in Game Boy Pocket and then yeah. I see what comes up and then I bid on it and then we'll see what happens. So yeah, yeah I think I think if you if you are yeah, if you've got the time to invest in it and like you said, do the translations and get the right Japanese words for the consoles or mm, whatever you're looking mm, for, you mm. might get better results back. Yeah. So it's up to you. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, it's just an experiment for me at, at the moment, just to see what it's like. Yeah, um, it's all part of the hunt, so. right? Like you, it's. Oh yeah, it's, it's all it's all good fun. It's all good fun. I would love it. Like I can guarantee, like I would be at work, and my wife would be like, she'd be at working at home, and she'd be like, "This box has turned up." I'm like, "Oh my god, got to go home." I know there's twelve Game Boys in there. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Like I would just be a kid in a candy store, just so excited. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I, I, really I mean, I know, I know with, especially with them, um, you know, packages that come from abroad, I've yeah. had a few that have been weeks on end and you almost forget about yeah, them. Yeah. So when something turns up, you're yeah. like, I actually don't remember what yeah, I bought. Yeah, what is yeah, this? You open yeah. it up and it's, oh, yes, brilliant. It's the so Game Boy or whatever. Yeah. Right. So with the modding then, um, so is your goal to just kind of like let your imagination do whatever it wants? And then you find that people like what you do and you just sell them or do you kind of just do it through Instagram? Do you have like an Etsy or how do you get um, your stuff out there? So for me, um, creating this Instagram account has always been for me. Mm. So it's a way to document my progress. It's a mm. way it's to a diary. You know, sort of. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Like a diary. Mm. Now, I started off this and, and it's been great, but I never in a million years did I think that I would make so many fantastic friends and contacts over this platform. Mm. And I'm so incredibly lucky to have um, met some really interesting, funny, mm. kind, supportive mm. people on here. And, Absolutely. you know, I'm never going to look back now. And I'll always think, you know, I'll always associate this account with 
with really great memories of positive, making new friends. Yeah, yeah. positive vibes. That's um, so good, huh? As yeah, definitely. As well as you know, like I said, using it as a diary um, to document my builds. So yeah, it's pr- the process. I guess for me is yeah, letting my imagination run wild slightly. Um, creatively, you know, I'm not massively artistic, so I tend to I like doing builds like themed builds so um i think one of my one of my favorites that i really like is the portal build that i did uh, not recently it was last year at some point so i don't know if you have you ever played the game portal it's well i played it on the xbox i just recently picked up um portal 2 yeah for the ps3 because i'd listened to a podcast and they're like this is one of the best games ever um so i picked up paul too so i am familiar with the general concept and i'm actually like excited to play it so yeah Yeah. go on i am familiar go on yeah so i if you if you're familiar with it the the color themes is very prominent is uh the white blue and orange right so in i had those that idea in my head i'd love to do sort of that type of themed game boy so that's what i did i pretty much did a white blue and uh, orange themed Game Boy but at the back um if you scroll you know to, to the next picture on the on the rear of the Game Boy I've, I've managed to print off a property of Aperture Laboratories uh, nice. label yeah which you know I was I was quite happy with the way that turned out and um yeah I mean I can I've kept that <laughs> I yeah. should have sold it I should sell it but I really like it and I really mm. don't want to let it go no um, so and then uh, yeah themed well there's the all white which is very popular in the community anyway all white stuff what is that what is what does peg city call it the like the i don't know the does he call it snow the snow white i don't know yeah something something like that yeah Um, yeah but um people just love the the all white builds um so i did one of them recently well it's got the kind of early iphone kind of aesthetic to it doesn't it that minimalistic everything's white i'm too Um, much of a boy i'd get it so grotty (laughs) that's Uh, the danger isn't it to get all your sort of grotty hands all over it there's there's a pocket in here i really love it's a um sort of translucent red shell with a black lens it's uh something kind of like crazy about it i don't know what it is it's really nice um yeah so back when i thought taking commissions on was something that i could actually manage and organize um someone asked me to build one of them Mm. Uh, so i did so the process behind that particular one was um uh buying a translucent or a a transparent red shell but then sanding it down to a point where it was clear but then um, you may have come across um, but people have got different methods but my method to make it extra crystal clear um, is dipping it into pledge floor polish right which is um, something that I came across from um, from Gumpla well I don't know well yeah I, I've, it seen, it, I've seen it used as a clear gloss for Gumpla too it's and, and just yeah. aircraft and stuff it's just yeah it just leaves so that reading most, up on it, yeah the modeling the sort of miniature model community, yeah like those yeah people they, they use it all the time so I was like all right I'll give it a go and it turned out amazing not not this the first one that I experimented with I was really impressed with the results so I did it on this one 
and um yeah so it's um you know the, the plastic is actually red um, I've not done anything in terms of the coloring of it but to make it clear that's what I did I did it yeah. uh, for yeah. pledge uh, for polish and then that lens is from Bluish Squirrel, who's quite prominent in the community. He's a UK-based sort of UV printer guy. He does a lot of lenses, a lot of shell printing. Um, and that one is a virtual boy pocket, which I thought was really cool because it mm. went with the colour theme. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and that That's one cool. went off to America. Um, There's a few and, details yeah. you're sort of leaving out. Like one is the, um, the A and B button uh, inverted pentagrams. Oh, sorry, that one, that one, that one, that one. Sorry, I'm. What's well, the yeah, same? You're still describing. It still has the virtual boy pocket lens. Yes, but it uh, has that one. The Halloween build. Sorry, yes. Well, it's I'm like a, a ancient pagan rituals performed <laughs> in order to bring this Game Boy back to life. Quite <laughs> a lot of blood yeah, was so, spilled, yeah. and inside it, that there's like was... a little, there's like a little heart that's on the board yeah, or something. Yeah. That was Sorry. fun to build. I really enjoyed building that. So, um, a number of us in the community decided to have this Halloween. Oh, I recall. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it was David again in San DIY. Yeah. Um, he organized it. And then that was my entry. So, um, did I, you win? Yeah, I did win. Surprisingly, oh, you should have. It's freaking that. amazing. <laughs> I think I would have nightmares. You'd have to you just have to play like Castlevania games on it or something. <laughs> So yeah, I, with that, that was probably like as creative as I ever will get because I was quite impressed with with the, with the way it turned out because that little hat in the middle of the um, in the middle of the console it's actually an enamel uh, pin so like a badge right, pin. nice. So what I did was I sanded it down to a point where it could fit for starters, yeah, but then yeah. I had to, you know, you need to insulate because it was metal, so I yeah. had to insulate it properly yeah. uh, to make sure that it wasn't going to short anything. And then when you switch it on, there's some red, well, actually, they look red because of the, 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 the shaft. plastic, yeah. Um, but there's little LEDs that light up and you, you should be able to see the, the heart a bit better. But um, Super cool. Yeah, I, that's... Um, I did have a lot of fun building that. I learned a lot because I used a lot of new techniques that I hadn't before. And then a shout out goes to Retro Game Evo who did the buttons for me. Yeah, um, yeah. So he does a lot of custom buttons. I think he's doing a lot of custom stickers at the moment. Um, yeah. So and he did a fantastic job with them because yeah, they just that just fit so well and yeah, great stuff. Really good stuff from him. That's amazing. So good. I mean, that kind of stuff again. It's um. It's one of those situations where I look at a Game Boy that's been refurbished, but it looks like something that could have just come out of, you know, a shop today. <laughs> and especially when you put it, like when we put the IPS screens in them, it's just this, you know, like when they get like an old Porsche and just make it look like this rad Porsche by slapping carbon yeah. fibre all over it, whatever the vehicle is. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's another thing I just wanted to ask you about because purely I just want to know what you think. Um, yeah. Because I have a GameCube. Um, the WaveBird controller. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So what do you think? Like, are you, did you play much before with and without it? And do you sense any lag or interference? I mean. Um, my experience with it so far, it seems all right. Um, I don't know. 
I mean, I, this is my first Wavebird. So when I did have a Game Boy back in the day, a Game Boy, a GameCube, sorry, yep. back in the day, um, it was all wired controllers. And yep. this is my first Wavebird. I've had no issues personally with it. Um, you know, the distance between me and the console is quite not that far anyway. Yeah. So I don't know if that plays into it. Yeah. Um, is it, are you experiencing lag well, with yours? I, I haven't got one, but I kind of like, I have right. like, I have um, six consoles squeezed into a small space and one yeah. less cable would just be really cool. And I I see them around and I'm like, like I've seen some of these wild scenes can be affected by microwave ovens and things like this. And being older tech, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, we've got Wi-Fi and laptops and God knows yeah. what else. I was just curious. Um, no, I'm you know, happy what your with experience mine. Was. I think you should get one. Yeah, I, I'm more than happy with mine. I mm. haven't experienced any lag, any issues. Um, you know, it's been it's been really good. Mm. Yeah, I might look into that. Then that's nice to know. Um, something else that's pretty prominent. Prom, sorry, prominent on your pardon me, Instagram is uh, Casio watches. Oh, yes, my second love. You've Casio been waiting watches. for me to bring it up, haven't you? Like, please <laughs> tell, ask me about the watches, ask me about the watches, ask me about the watches. Um, well, I feel like it's probably something, you know, I mean, all the guests that you've had in your podcast so far have been fantastic. And I, I don't want to regurgitate a lot of what they've said. I think the Casio stuff is kind of a bit, a bit different. Um, yeah, but it's almost the same it's got that same aesthetic that kind of absolutely 100 yeah. yeah so what's the deal it's with just that nostalgia yeah so what's the deal with just like i mean i have a bunch of questions i'll ask you the questions and you can just go for it so what's the deal with the brand casio um are you just interested in older stuff do they do new stuff that looks like older stuff um that's probably enough to get you going um, um okay so because what we're describing is the kind of like for example looking at picture it's just a it's a square face digital watch uh yeah. from around that sort of eight late 80s early 90s yeah. era it's an orange like a burnt orange there's another one which is kind of like a lime green and the one that most boys probably have was like the black with the sort of blue pinstripes around the the lens display area so pretty yeah, generic yeah. kind of stuff what's the go yeah so the deal with the Casio watches, um, let's think now. Um, I remember, I've always had a bit of a fascination with watches, but I've never been a collector or anything like that. Just as a kid, mm. I, you know, the, there was something about them that I really liked, particularly it's the, the It's the time ones. thing. You're an archaeological, you know, <laughs> Maybe, yeah, you're, you're a time hunter. It's like, oh, I need to know time. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so and I remember um my dad uh used to bring home colleagues watches to fix like that wasn't his job like right. but he he enjoyed doing it he did it as yeah. a favor he did it as something as a, like a little side hobby when yeah, I was cool. a lot younger and I remember him bringing some watches home and you know Casios weren't prominent in the type of watches that you bring home, but it was just another memory that I had that maybe plays into the why I, I enjoy sure, sure. them and yeah. playing around with them. But then the Casio, the particular model of Casio that I tend to work with, which is the F91. Um, so oh if you think... You're like if a real someone, watch nerd. The specific. No, no, I'm really not though. This is the oh. thing. <laughs> like I, I think yeah. Well, maybe for the F91, I've got a huge passion for it because yeah. it's just iconic. It's just you know, it's such a classic watch that you could wear it 
all the time. So a black one, you know, the black resin um, strap with a black face. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always thought if you were a guy going to a black tie event and you were wearing a tux and you wore that watch, no one would bat an eyelid. They would, you know, it would yeah. be... Or a job interview or... Or a job interview or, or just, just going out hiking, yeah. you know, anything. It fits for everything. I and mean, that's what I love about it. And the other thing about it is it's so affordable. You know, it's... If you look after it properly, that's a watch for life. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just find that fascinating. I find the fact that you can have something that's really not that expensive mm. and just have it for life if, if you if you look after it properly, like I said. And, yeah. So are you having to find, again, like a Game Boy, older ones at op shops and stuff, or are they...? So, I mean, the older ones, so if you want to be... A, yeah, I, I'm not a collector in, in the sense that I hunt for the vintage ones. You're not on so Japanese like, eBay looking for 1990s watches or anything? I, I, I do fall into it. I do fall into that rabbit hole sometimes, yeah. but then I have to pull myself out again because it's such a dangerous mm. thing because I could easily spend a lot of money. Um, so, yeah, the watches that I tend to buy are the ones that are still being manufactured, they're still being released. You know, like right. I said, particularly the F91, it's such a perfect design that they they still release it up to this day with very, very minor changes, if yeah. any. Yeah. Um, so It's the pocket yeah, of then, Casio digital watches. Definitely. I it's would got say that, so. I, I really feel that I can understand what you're saying. It's got the aesthetic about it. It's just like, it's simple, it's effective. It's got a bit of class about it. And to you, um, it looks like what you do is you might get two or three different watches. There's one here that's got a black band, a orange body, and it's got, sorry, a green body with the orange lens and like an orange um, band kind of. Yeah catcher mm -hmm. so you're taking different ones and kind of pushing them together pretty much yeah that's so awesome. you, you buy a bunch and um you know you can just that's the other great thing about it is that you can exchange all the different parts and make it make it your own now what i would say is um in that particular post that you're describing um the lens uh, face is orange now in order to take that out of an orange mm. watch you're not really meant to do that. Like, mm. it's not really something you should be doing. Right. Um, is it like hair dryer so, and gentle, or is it like you're losing? Yeah. The so yeah. So it's it's a, a hair dryer jobby, and you know, patiently waiting for the adhesive to sort of soften a bit, right. and then using your thumbs to push it out. Now, eight times of ten, it works fine, but it it does shatter sometimes. Then you've uh. got to be really careful. But also. Um, you know, it, it says it's water resistant. This watch is meant to be water resistant. Now, if you Before pull that you lens push, out, yeah, you lose that water resistance pretty much. So, yeah. I, you know, that's fine because for me, I don't tend to wear a watch in the shower anyway. But mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, it's just something to keep in mind. A lot of the people that I've done it for, they don't care because it's all about what it looks like rather yeah. than they just want to wear it to a else. job interview or a party. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, to be honest with you, the watches have been very popular. I've, I've, um, I didn't expect it to blow up that much because I've had a lot of people come come to me and asking for for custom watches, which is wow. really flattering. I'm really, really humbled and flattered and like quite surprised. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But like I said before, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people you've had on here have said 
I need to make yeah, I need to remember that I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing it as a you know, as a hobby that I enjoy. Yeah. The moment it starts becoming a business or, you know, that I'm stressing out about it or whatever, I don't want it to come to that point. So I've got yeah. to really sometimes reel myself in because I I don't like disappointing people. I don't like saying no mm. to people, but at mm. the same time I've got to be very careful to balance it out. Yeah, and, and enjoy your yeah. hobby for a hobby. Yeah. yeah. And I guess leading on from that is one of your recent posts, which is the um the Clefairy themed custom watch <laughs> along yeah. with the box done by Kelly next up please she's everywhere yeah. holy moly yeah. again this is something that so yeah if you're listening if you're playing along at home go and have a look at Ned's Instagram and you can see the watch and the watches are kind of um well the box is the first picture which is bright pink it says Pokemon yeah. Casio it's a bit of uh, some characters on the side but the watches are kind of, um, I'm going to describe it as a sort of like the main body is like a rose gold, yeah, uh, a rose yeah. pink, sorry, a rose gold yeah. pink. And the band yeah. is that kind of a, a see-through. It's still got a pinkness to it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty bloody great. Um, so how did you go about the, the, did you paint it and so on? Or is this? No, well, this is the thing. Um, so I was approached by that customer. Uh, her name's Tanya. And she was like, oh, I'm really. Tanya Shiba. Yeah, that's the one. Um, she she said, oh, do you do um, commissions? I'd really like you to build me um, something that expresses my love for one of my favorite Pokemon, which is Clefairy. Uh, and if and you look like, at her oh, Instagram, I- it says, I love Clefairy. Well, she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't go, mucking yeah. around. Yeah. Um, so I said, I don't usually, I mean, I'm, I'm very picky about commissions and I take only take a certain amount and it has to be the right time and so on and so forth. But I said to her, yes, I will, I will take it on. I'll, I'll do it for you. And then, so this particular model of Casio, it's, it's still an F91. So it's still the same shape as what I was describing as before. Yeah. Um, but um, the pink band, the pink transparent band and the pink uh, body um is one watch and usually it would come with a pink face as well yeah so what i've done is remove the pink face and then i had an equivalent um model but in white um so i've removed the white face from that one put it in yeah. the pink one yeah. and then if you look closely um you can see just um in front of the lcd there's a pink filter um which is basically oh i see um, yes yeah so what i use is um filters that photographers use for taking pictures um you just sort of cut it to size slip it in and make sure that it's kind of stuck in there and then put it all back together and what she was saying is that she wanted some a brown accent to it because i think clefairy's Ear tips are brown, I think. Or yeah, yeah. Yep, they are. Yep. In some of the artwork, anyway. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, God, how am I going to get brown into it? Um, because Casio don't manufacture that colour at all. Um, and so I just went online. I found this. I was just, re- again, very lucky. I found this guy on Etsy who who's like a watch specialist. And he was having, he had them listed in a shop. So wow. um, UK based as well, which is even better. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I ordered it, put it all together. And then she was like, oh, do you know what would be really cool if, uh, if you could have it in a box? <laughs> uh, so Tanya, Tanya suggested, could you do that? And I was like, well, well, 
I know for certain that I won't be able to because I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the skills. Yeah. I'm not that, I'm, you know, I'm not a graphic but designer. I, know a girl. I, just, I wouldn't know where to start. Yeah. So I knew exactly who, um, who could do it. Yeah. So I messaged Kelly, next stop please. And I said, listen, do you want to do a little collab with me? You know, feel free to say no. You know, there's no pressure at all. And Kelly was, you know, as she always is, super helpful. And she, you know, I threw some ideas at her because I really, the thing is with me, I've got very clear ideas in my head. It's just translating it. it that's my problem mm, because I don't mm, have the skill to do mm. it. So I just described it to her, sent her mm. some really stupid doodles. <laughs> and really, she did it. There's some really good touches, though, to the box. Like on one side, um, on the uh, on the front, it's sort of got Pokemon, Casio, and it's got uh, some characters down the side. But on the other side is a kind of like a picture of of Clefairy, and on the side it's got hashtag zero three five, which I'm going to assume is that's the Pokemon number. Yeah, like so that's just that's stuff right. like that is just like it's that just legitimizes so cool, it. it. Yeah, legitimizes yeah, I mean, that, it as a product. I I didn't think of that. That's all Kelly. Mm. That's you know mm. credit goes to Kelly. She she massively knocked it out of the park and. Mm. It just looks great. And yeah, the Japanese characters on the side, I'm assuming is Clefairy's name in Japanese. And then, yeah, yeah, it's, um, you know, that is a one-off design. I, I won't be doing one of them again. Um, not because I don't want to, because, you know, I think it, it was a really nice process, very special. It was, it's special to Tanya and, um, you know, that, that's hers to keep. And it's one mm. of a kind. Nobody else is yeah. ever going to have one. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, I think that's quite cool. Yeah. And you um, you do a bit of 3D printing? Oh, do you know what? I Yes, I do. But I'm in the middle of trying to upgrade my printer because I, I go through phases and I love my printer, but sometimes it really frustrates me. Yeah, I know the feeling. Um, yeah. So, so you um, PL, PLA or, or resin? PLA. I've got yeah. an Ender 3 Pro. Um, right. So my current issue is I suspect that my bed in the middle isn't completely level. Oh. I'm having some leveling issues, so I'm going to try and see if I can swap it out for a glass bed. That's yeah. my yeah. that's my goal. So, but yes, I love. I you know when I get going, I love it. I find the technology fun. fascinating. It's, it's fun, just isn't so it? much fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm just looking yeah. at your um yeah macro faceplate. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's like did you have to do a bunch of sanding on that or what's I the... did, yeah, yeah, I did. So um so I thought it might have been a was... resin print because it's just like it's mirror. Yeah, well, it, I mean, um, so that was a file off Thingiverse. Um again, I can't remember who whose mm, file it was. Um, mm. and essentially what he or she has designed it in so it's two parts, um very, very th- thin um two, two parts that you glue together as right. to make the faceplate if you know what i mean right. um and then yeah so i sanded i was sanding and sanding and sanding the faceplate and then um again nintendo nintendo diy david um he's got some experience with um spray painting and stuff like that and he yeah. suggested buying some spray filler which i didn't even know existed yeah um, so i sprayed it with spray filler just to get all those yeah because david's in the uh, automotive repair that's right yeah yeah um so it makes sense that he would know about this and um and then yeah and then the first time i spray painted it it didn't end up well because you had that orange peel texture to it which 
you know, was my fault the way either the temperature or the conditions mm-hmm. I was spraying in mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't right, the distance, God knows what, but it, mm-hmm. it didn't end up well. So started it from scratch, sanded it all down again, mm. did what I needed to do and then tried it again. And yeah, and it's actually come out pretty good. I'm, it's I'm pretty really good, happy with yeah. It. I, I mentioned that also because I just happen to have here, I just bring now this is awful. This is a, so um, it's Helda. So Helda put this up today and I was like, I'll give it a go. And I can tell what it is. I've got some weird belt issues going on. I've got like a $220 kind of Prusia knockoff. And I'm I'm also at the point where I'm like, I think I've got expectations that are higher than what my printer can deliver at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but yeah, it was pretty good. And I was like, it's just printed like on one side. It looks very much like yours. It yeah. has like the recesses for the buttons and the D-pad, but the back is dead flat. And I was like, uh, I think there should be posts and stuff. And now I think I understand because there's actually three files. There's a front and a back and something. And I think you're correct. This now glues onto kind of yeah. like the walls and stuff. And then you've got the back. Um, but you did your macro build and um, like the clear back and it looks pretty bloody great i'm just i'm at the point where i'm like i just need to get my shit together and just order a boxy pixel one because oh uh, that's as yeah, sexy as it gets but like the, aren't they beautiful they're just so stunning aren't they but yeah. i just i don't know if i can just buy forking out that much for one just it would, yet, it anyway. would cost me about 220 Ooh, bucks yeah. that's the dent isn't it that is a yeah. big yeah i mean i've bought some shells and stuff recently off people that is the same price. I'm like, eh, I don't, like I'm going to have a macro. It's like the 25th, the 25th anniversary micro. I was like, if I'm going to get one, I'm also going to a bloody good one. So, um, well, that's it. You know, you're paying for what you get, which is a quality mm, piece of work, isn't mm, it? A lot, it's, of, a lot of time's gone into it. So, yeah. and it just looks fantastic. And yeah. you know, it's going to last as well because of the material yeah. it's made out of. So, I probably won't hardly play it. That's probably the other side. Well, it'll, <laughs> it'll look fantastic. And then it's like, yeah. okay, so do I get the purple one, the gold one, the blue one, the red one? They all look so good. Like, it's just. Yeah. Uh, well, I bought um, back. Last year, I did buy a um, cartridge case from Boxy Pixel, right. which is like my logo one, and it is the green is just. Oh, is so, that so milled lovely. milled aluminium? Yeah, yeah. Oh so, my lord, um, that must feel so beautiful in your hands too. It's got a really nice weight to it, and oh my um, god, you slot it in the back, and it's just yeah, it's really. Uh, cool. It's like putting so, like a I don't know, like a magazine, you know, gun or something like. Yeah. This yeah. is serious cartridge work. I'm not in the guns, but I assume it feels as great. Um, yeah, it does feel good. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I, I really this there's something about me that just wants to print a nice macro. I don't know anybody with a resin printer. Um, I don't really want to go down the resin printing path because it's smelly and expensive. And yeah, just, it's a bit messy, isn't it? Mm, mm. But um, one day, you know, sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, groovy. Um, so I mean what's what's the plan i mean i ask this of everybody and most of the goes i just like what i'm doing and stuff but i mean yeah i mean do you do you do you gain much i mean don't say switch because i saw the switch everywhere and everybody's got the switch <laughs> and as far as i can say the switch doesn't count because it does i'm being facetious um but what's the plan are you are you, are you still running that sort of balance between i'd rather mod than collect but i i actually collect more than i mod um, yeah, well, um, could, could you be one of those people that could transition into making this 
you know, part of your income or is this just, you love it and this is what I love. This is aside from my work. That's why I like it. Yeah. So I think I've resigned myself to the fact that I won't be doing this as like a business as an extra income I know I know that's not going to be my way of doing things Mm. and I'm quite happy with that that doesn't bother me at all you know yes I might need to sell a console or two in the future just in order to fund my other projects um which I think is quite common in this community um so in terms of the future and what what plans I've got it's yeah pretty much more of the same um my other projects um one thing that I really really want to get started and I just never seem to get going with it is um a game by pocket color so if you have followed or if you do follow Zypher design on Instagram he has done some fantastic work with um, designing and putting out a tutorial for a Game Boy Pocket Color. So I've got all the materials. I just haven't started. <laughs> so that's one thing I'd love to get started soon mm. is that because I think that would for me would be my ultimate. That would be mine and that would be my go-to. Because um, I've recently bought an EverDrive cartridge as well for the mm. Game Boy slash Game Boy Color. Um, and yeah, I think it would be just an awesome thing to have. Um, so, and a, and a challenge as well for me, because, you know, it, it looks quite involved, the, mm. the build for someone like me, who's a, a relatively kind of a beginner, I guess. Um, um, so that's on the on the books as well. Um, I've just got loads of ideas for builds. Um, another idea that I had some while ago, actually, was the Pokemon-themed series of game boys mm-hmm. so if you can imagine I, I i posted one recently but only had the idea looking at it it's got a very clear front and a rear blue shell and it was for a giveaway for for another instagrammer um and when you slot in the blue a uh, uh, pokemon blue cartridge it just it just fits the blue just matches perfectly and i thought oh wouldn't it be cool to have a pokemon series i mean and then you could have a clear front for each of them, but then the corresponding right, rear shell. Yeah, so yeah. red, blue, green, yellow, and then gold, silver, and oh. crystal somehow. Um, but then again, that's 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 a lot of work. Um, I want to do it. It probably will be get it will get done at some mm. point. Um, so yeah, it's oh, just... I just had a crazy idea. You yeah. talking about that? I was like. What would be super cool is if you had like a clear po- uh, pocket, right? And then mm-hmm. with that came like, say, the, let's say the red and the blue. Let's just start simple, red and the blue cart. And somehow the cart could be recognized by the pocket and the pocket would light up to match the cart. So Nat you're listening i hope so <laughs> you can have the, the red and the blue inside it and depending on which car you put oh my god all right stop, stop. i know we didn't say a word it's, that's a really good idea no it's, it's a someone just do idea. it because you could do the yellow whatever like that's yeah it, it would work wouldn't it you've got all your primary colors pretty much so yeah um, so you can sell the pocket with the three carts and you just need some way of sort of telling yeah. the pocket what carts in there my god that's amazing 
I'm You're, sure it can't. I wonder if it. Yeah. Well, it can be done. I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah, you, me so too. I'm, I'm like you. I'm full of amazing <laughs> ideas that someone else can do and enjoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, that sounds like such a fun thing, though. I can see, you know, even if you just did sort of like. I mean, you see a lot of uh, Game Boys done up in the starters, you know, like the the Pikachu and the the Bulbasaur and Charizard and things like that. And that's the beauty of Pokemon. It just it doesn't matter how many times you see a Pokemon Game Boy, you're just like, oh, it's Pikachu, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, it's Charizard. Yeah. He's such an angry little guy. Like it just that one. Made, I'm not like the, one... yeah, I'm not a huge, um, you know, uh, Pokemon fun i yeah. i enjoyed it and yeah. i played blue and gold when i was younger those were the two i had but yeah. post that i didn't touch it i haven't touched anything after that at all yeah 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 um, but i yeah but i appreciate the um you know there's there's a community in itself just yeah i just love it and yeah you know it's um it's great it's just it's just a lot of fun i just love pokemon and it 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 takes me back doesn't it i mean i'm sure maybe for for yourself as well i know it does for me it takes me back to yeah uh, trading the cards at school yeah um, you know and playing the game and yeah it's great i sort of got to experience pokemon um as a dad so with with my nine-year-old daughter like year before last we really was just bought way too many dollars worth of booster boxes and because we kind of got in on the um you know like the rebel clash and before that and the sort of this whole new thing started and we got in on the ground floor and we watched heaps of anime and stuff and i kind of i kind of got to enjoy it with her kind of through her eyes and i guess we talked about stuff and there's a lot of really good messages in pokemon there's also the whole like Hey, let's get these little creatures to fight for us. Um, <laughs> yeah. And while we take all the glory, and there's that side of it. I mean, that's a discussion to be had with a nine year old that has a really beautiful heart and compassion in itself. Um, mm. And there's lots of lessons. I mean, like, we could do this for now, but you know, when they, when Ash and that find uh, Charizard, uh, Charmander, like, abandoned under a leaf and his tail flames almost out and it doesn't matter how much of a jerk ash is he's like i need to make this pokemon cared for and loved and it it just it really shows a lot of that uh for my daughter was like but ash is a jerk why would he do that i'm like people sometimes seem like jerks but they're kind of they're motivated in certain directions yeah Um, no definitely yeah so cool so cool all righty well look um Man, I've really kept you here for a long time. I re- you, it's, so oh, God, we, no, it's fine. I just when, realized myself. <laughs> when we started here, it was about 8 a.m. where you are on a Saturday, and it's about a bit after 5 p.m. where I am. So at least we're in the same day. That feels feels different. I talk to people in the U.S., Northern, North America, it's like still yesterday and stuff. But no, we don't have hoverboards yet. Don't worry. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've mentioned a lot of people that we um, we both are very um, inspired by Um you know, just as I've written them down, Zypher Design, Retro Game Evo, Blue Squirrel, mm. Game Changer Mods, Kelly Next Stop Please, Peg City, uh, 8-Bit, and, and just the list goes on. It's all the same the same characters that just build this community and just make it such a fun place mm. to be. Um, and having these conversations, like, this is just you and I, and we're just like, hey, what could you do? What could you do? You know, and I'm kind of afraid to go into this sort of Australian-Canadian discord that goes, because I'm like... <laughs> I might not come out the other side the same person. 
because the stuff that gets created in there by people and just with you guys, it just blows me away. Uh, and I just, I really envy you guys for finding this because there's lots of people that don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's anybody else you kind of specifically want to give hugs to or, or, or show, you know, put the spotlight on, this is your opportunity. I mean, I don't, I don't say everybody has to, and it feels like I ambush people, but um, it's a good opportunity because for a lot of people, this is the first time they've heard your voice. Uh, probably, yeah. And a actually. lot of people I've will say to me, it's so good to hear that person's voice. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope so. And I hope my accent isn't too bad. But, well, um, but yeah. I'm, I'm Australian <laughs> and I can understand you, so I'm sure everybody else will be able to. Yeah. Oh, God. No, it probably will be. I've, I've only done a couple of lives or giveaways um, mm. and I tend to keep faceless as well I don't really mm. show my face online um, mm. but anyway so uh, pe other people in the community to shout out there's so many as you yeah. probably know yeah so many and we've already touched on a few like you mentioned um but I know for me there's a group of girls that you know it's very important to me that um, you know anyone and everyone can join this community and mm. when I started I thought I'd be relatively alone in that mm. I'm female mm. but I was so wrong and yeah. it's it's a great feeling so yeah. Kelly's someone that I've mentioned next stop please you know fantastic creator artist um, graphic designer just yeah. modern all-around amazing person and yeah. there's a there's a group of us and Natalie's another one which, yeah. I mean she's a genius I, I always knew she was going to go places right from the start and and I'm really glad to see that she's doing so so well um Julianne so she's game boy 777 she is she's the um paint work and the spray painting work that she does on her shells is just yeah. I can't even <laughs> like it's just amazing yeah I really should get as well from her actually because they are just stunning um another UK based modder Franken boy her name's yeah. Amber consistency wise i you cannot falter she just knocks them out all the time some great builds there yeah. um and then um we've got joel's gaming as well she's um she's not so much of a modern at the moment but she's always there supporting us <laughs> she's always there cheering us on which is super helpful you know really nice to chat to yeah um i've recently come across um uh, a girl called mint mods as well she's right um, a modder uh, based in the philippines um you know she's doing some cool work she's got some stuff for sale now if you're really you know looking into um a game by advance i think she's got a really cool crystal clear one which is pretty nice looking mm. um so yeah really nice group of girls um and you know it's great to see fantastic to see and then outside of that um uh, tl ham modding obviously trey yeah we hit it off when I first started, uh, we had bounced ideas off each other. He's, he's such a good man, though. Player. He just yeah, really has he's his... just super cool. Yeah. Um, and he, he's recently uh, released his artwork for his labels on, I think it's DeviantArt. Um, so, you know, for anyone's access. So if mm. you've got a printer, you can just go on his DeviantArt site, mm. download whatever labels you want. And I so, like, I've got a huge respect for that because not a lot of people would have done that. Yeah. Um, and, he, um, just, you know, just to interject, he recently, um, like Nat did up, you'll be able to see it. I'll put it on my Instagram. Nat did up, you know, when you know you've hit the big time when you've got your own oh, yeah, yeah, logo yeah. card. <laughs> and he did yeah. up one that um, on the bottom of it, 
it had um like his because he did an episode with me. He had like his episodes, like I've seen episode. Uh, I think right. it was two, and the name of the episode. And oh, cool. um, I was like, that's so good. Like I wish I was rich. I could just sort of send one to everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he and he has offered. He said to me, we sort of discussed it and stuff, and uh, he said that he was willing to help people out to at least get the label and just get it done up and yeah. you can do he can send you the label for a few bucks for postage um yeah. and i mean that's like oh i could i could do the whole car you know the logo would say your episode and stuff and i mean you know it's just really nice that people like 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 trey's yeah. like man i'm doing this and i'm like oh, i wish everybody could do it he's like and we can we can just we yeah. can do it you know so yeah, sorry to interrupt. I no, just didn't want to no, no, that. no, it's fine. I mean, that's a really cool idea. But mm. yeah, he's he's someone that I like bouncing ideas off and he does the same with me and we just have a good chat and catch up. And yeah, so he's great. And then Anthony Nara makes games. We've mentioned him quickly. He's got the same love that I do to, for the pocket um, and as, as you do, obviously, as well. We just, sort of, we just love the pocket. We always swap tips and tricks and stuff mm. when it comes to modding mm. um, oh, that was anthony nara yeah that's right yeah. nara makes games um and he's uh currently developing his game um, yeah, and he's got a busted ankle so he does, he's, got, yeah. he's got more time to bloody work on that game <laughs> <laughs> yes come on <laughs> um so and then I, i've mentioned david nintendo diy quite a few times because he's you know he's quite good he's almost like a consultant almost thinking about oh, nice. he's, he's quite good at pricing Ke- stuff oh careful um, what words you use he might start sending you invoices <laughs> or something but he's recently launched um a sort of a gra- graphic design instagram as well so if you've okay. got any issues with or any any um design ideas you know you could always hit him up on instagram i yeah. think it's not design k-n-o-t-t design okay. i think um okay. but anyway but okay. one person that i think um won't have been shouted out yet because he's relatively new or they are relatively new to the scene is someone called matt mods oh i know this man yes so i uh, yeah his paint so he matt yeah. mods he's been posting a lot of his uh, paint jobs on Game Boy shells and consoles, actually. And when yes. I first saw it, I was completely blown away because it yeah, was yeah. fantastic. Um, so I think, is it patina? The, the, well, that's the word the I use because, like, um, yeah. like I used to do it sort of with the gumball, like weathering, where you would you'd sort of show an edge here as if, like, you know, if you had a square box, you just take yeah. a bit off here and it looks like it's been naturally weathered. And I have seen that since I've seen him use the word, so I just assumed he's okay with it. But I think he does like a like a chameleon paint underneath, and then just the patina, and then black over the top, and it's a reductive process where he starts to expose. Yeah, Yeah, Um, and it's sort of like when I first saw it, I was I was almost I was confused. I was like, "What am I looking at?" And (laughs) I could not look away until I had really worked out my head. I was what, exactly what was happening? The same. Like he's got a yeah. SNES, a Super Nintendo, and I was he like, does, "Yeah, oh my god, that is just the bizarrest, most amazing, gorgeous. Like it's this. I, I wish it had like beams of light, kind of breaking through. Like it just, yeah, it, it's, they are really just stunning. And um, I was talking to him last night very briefly, and yeah. I think 
I think yes. I bagged a pocket towel. Oh, so, good job. You yes. know, that's, that's something that I'm really looking forward to when he gets yes. around to it. There's no, no rush. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, no he, rush, just as long as it's yeah. by Wednesday. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he's, he's, um, he's doing some really cool paint jobs uh, on some consoles and shelves mm. at the moment, which I thought, mm. felt that needed, well, not needed, because to be fair to him, he's the, the exposure he's getting and um the you know popularity of his posts just they've they've just gone up and up and up since he started posting that first one which is deserved completely um i, I so, love yeah. it when someone has something and they just like what you guys love this boom i'm just gonna run with it and just yeah. and just build on it and it's um yeah it's you know we get so many people in the community just have their thing um mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm just flicking the my uh my shirt this week was going to be uh Frankenboy 19 and um just looking at the builds um she just doesn't really clean there's some there's something to be said about just a clean build and just doing what needs to be done you know and you know, there's some nice sort of printed shells and stuff but there's also there's an art to picking the buttons it's the one here that kind of grabs me every time i go back through her stuff is um it's some recent ones but one is a it's like a red dmg with a gray lens and gray buttons and i think it must be a backlit biverted um screen oh but yeah it, but it just has this um just a nice cool sort of simple but again modern day aesthetic to it mm. and um i just love that sort of stuff i really do yeah i just uh, for me with amber uh, it's her consistency so you could scroll back and back and back and, yeah you know she's she's done so many and um you know she's always trying out new things as well which is really cool to see mm. um and yeah she's she's just she's a pro definitely i'm, lo I'm looking at this pocket which is like a fade from a purple to a kind of teal from yeah. bottom to top from the inside. I've got to get, yeah. I've got to do that. I've got to get a clear shell and paint because there's, there's something pretty amazing about that painting from the inside and having those, yeah. it's almost like it's been, um, you know, cartoons so like cell shaded. Yeah, it's it's a cool feature, isn't it? It's a it cool is, sort of a feature yeah, of it. I, I I've been, freaking love I've it. only done it once and I failed miserably. I mean, if you oh, were to okay. glance at it, it looks okay. But if you look closer, there's definitely yeah, rough around the edges. But oh, man, um, she's got this DMG, which is sort of the same design from the inside, which is like a uh, say, yeah. kind of steel color from the inside with red buttons. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like some sort of funky like Fallout Boy looking fallout thingy bob looking <laughs> so good uh, yeah really cool yeah she's um no she's definitely a pro in the community mm, for sure okay well she gets my spotlight for the week and you mm. beat me to the punch but that's fine because that just means <laughs> means i was right um mm, <coughs> pardon me okie dokie well man this has been so much fun i'm pretty sure we could do this for another hour and a half oh but, yeah um, lot, yeah probably yeah yeah <laughs> so <laughs> If you've just come off pause and you've come back, welcome back. We're just about to wrap up. Um, so good to meet you. And thanks so much for yes. taking the time out to chat about it. And uh, oh, yeah. No, not at all. It's been great to chat about everything yeah. and everything. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, nice to put a face to the name as well. So yeah, you know, I likewise. appreciate you asking me to come on. No, and I really like the concept of people sort of saying, oh, man, it's so good to hear that person or this person sort of thing. So mm -hmm. I know that, 
right now, which is not right now because this is right now for us. But right now when that person's listening, they're like, so good, so good. Because we, <laughs> we, We've got to keep it together. We really do. All righty. Well, Ned, uh, I'm going to say thank you again. And I'm going to wish you all the best for your weekend because your well, Saturday has you. just begun. And I'm going yeah. to see you around and I'm going to hear from you again. And um, I encourage everybody to check out what you do. And I always encourage people to check out what someone like yourself does because what you do always gives credit down the line and pays it forward. So with every episode, I mean, this is a long list of people that we've shouted out because it's just one of these episodes where we've just, there's just so much to sort of to look at. Mm-hmm. But you go down one person's Insta and within five posts, you're on someone else's Insta. And within five posts, it's just this sort of chain letter of just, the community just it, oh, just, yeah. it branches yeah. out and, branch, and then it always comes back to the same place and then it branches back out again and you're just like how good is it you know how good yeah is it's it? brilliant i mean i can't you know i've yeah it's just insane in a good way yeah really really cool mm. all righty well i'm reluctant to end this conversation but we must <laughs> so thank you so much for your time Thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll uh, catch you around. We'll keep an eye on your stuff. And um, yeah, who who knows? We'll probably get to talk again sometime. Cool. I look forward to it. Me too. Okay. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.